Welcome back, kids, to the Sean and Robin Show as presented by Titanium Bros at uh, gmail.com and titaniumbros.com and Facebook and Twitter and a bunch of other stuff that I'm supposed to say, but you know, hey, <laughs> I don't really it care. It is what it is. <laughs> anyway, so Robin, I want to um, talk to you about something that I think a lot of listeners are dealing with. And um, it's something that to me is as an observer of humanity. Okay. Living here in the center of the known universe, Los Angeles, California. You mean a judgy people watcher? (laughs) No. (laughs) I'm a student of humanity (laughs) at best, you know. Um, No, I I see that people have, I, I guess, okay, online dating for me. Wow. Is a representation of this problem. People seem to have a real hard problem meeting each other. Like, for thousands of years we met, and now we figured out how to meet for real, and it's online. You know, like, like it's, it's kind of blur lines of how do you meet people. And, and I always give advice to people. I'm not, I'm not in, the, in the market to pick up, but I always tell people, look, j- just go and get like-minded activities or go meet people in places you like to be, and, and you'll find somebody with a common interest. So anyway... Um, because I am a student of humanity, I'm uh, trolling yes. around. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trolling around the um, Match.com articles the other day. Okay, and I found an article trying to tell guys how to meet people. So what I want to do a little experiment for today's show. I want to read to you some advice about certain scenarios, and I want to get your opinion. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the first scenario is what's called the quote to be continued later perhaps request and that, now uh, listeners keep in mind this is you're out and about you're in a certain scenario and this is explaining to you how to like talk to somebody so you can possibly get the next date get their number or whatever like you've never been out you just met and it's like explaining how to like interact with somebody and this is like advice for guys and uh, you'll you'll see why i find this so humorous it says so things got romantic rather quickly, eh? Following a spontaneous bout of hand-holding on the veranda or party kisses in the coat closet, turn one-time passions into something more by upgrading from the salacious your place or mine to a chivalrous, this is really fun, but I think there's more. Let's see if we're as adept at dinner conversation as we are at kissing. You've already consummated your interest. Why not lobby for a first date, even if it's after the fact? Of course, this can backfire if wild night spontaneity fades faster than lip gloss marks across your cheek. But hey, strike while the breath is still hot. Now, so what the situation is saying for all of you illiterates is that, like, let's say you met somebody, you guys got hot and heavy in the coat room, and now you're thinking maybe you want to actually have a date with them rather than just make out in the coat room. That's what they say you should do, is you should, like, say, hey, why not see if we can, like, enjoy this over a date? So, Robin, you heard that advice. What do you think of that? I think it's better to be missed than to be tolerated. It's better to have a buzz than be drunk. And it's better better to keep one's composure and the magic of something first where you can gather yourself second. I think that if you are man enough to be making out with a broad in the coat room and then you spring the speech on her of, if you use the word, I'm sorry, (laughs) if you use the word adept 
in a sentence with a chick you just made out with in a coat room, guess what you just did? You just sealed off the possibility of ever seeing her naked. Yeah, that's yeah. Seriously, you're hey, adept. Hey, let me, let me get your spit off my my face for a second. Let's see if we're adept at a conversation over dinner. Really? What the f- you really? Know what? <laughs> I, I'm gonna have to say this. Better, I I would uh, go from there to say I would I would look her square in the eye. And if there's light and say, let's get out of here. And you know what? That, that, that's, that's a great approach. Um, I'm just saying, you know, for you poindexters out there, if she's making out with you in the coat check room, really? Do you, why would you want to go to dinner? Who's going Seriously? from first base to dinner? Who's going? Uh, exactly. I mean, it's you, you, okay. You know what? We're not going to get into that one. We have we have more to cover here. <laughs> oh, so I'm going to give you the second. There's more. Oh, buckle up, ladies and I'm gentlemen. I'm going to give you the second one. And and you know what? I I really want to know: was this article written in the Dickens era? Because they're using all this 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 language and all this verbiage that today's audience won't get. Here's okay, the title. Just, just a quick uh, tangent. Both Sean and I uh, are well spoken, and that comes from education. You boob. <laughs> education. And reading and culture. Okay, so if you don't know what certain words mean or you don't incorporate them into your vocabulary or your uh, diction or your nomenclature, then seriously, I mean, where's our society going? Pick up a goddamn dictionary or a fucking thesaurus, you boobs, you. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Seriously. I mean, really, you you need to step it up. Or don't, because you know what? If you all started like reading the dictionary and reading a thesaurus and understanding how sesquipedalian we are, then... If I you almost all, did a spit there. <laughs> but if you all got to that level, who would wash our cars? <laughs> Honestly. Think about it, Robin. If these people who understood nothing of what we're saying started understanding us, how would those groceries get from the conveyor belt into that brown paper bag? They wouldn't. They wouldn't. But, you know, let me let me tell you all those people that are already getting pissed off out there. Oh, I've, they're not pissed because they don't understand what we're saying. I've worked for less than minimum wage. I've worked for an absolutely nothing. And I've yeah. busted my ass. And I used it. to work construction, too. Damn straight. And I used to, you know, have my serving of humble pie day to day. Oh, so, yeah. And you know what? From where I came from, I'm not even going to get into that tangent, but coming all the way up, it's important. And as long as I'm an able-bodied, thank God, human being, I will never be on the dole. Right. No, no, no. And, and, and I'm not some elitist, okay? I've busted my ass for minimum wage or for free trying to earn credit with somebody like that. I've done that kind of stuff before. And got an education exactly. as well. But I was never the person who said, I don't got no need for no learning, I don't got no need for no reading. I'm not that kind of person. That's who I'm talking to, to you boobs who think that education means nothing. That's who I'm talking to. And you want to speak well to a woman. You know, I, it doesn't well. mean you need to say in depth. <laughs> it doesn't mean you need to, you know, spring certain words and try right. to... Just like brandishing a weapon, you don't need to brandish like where your vocabulary of course. is. And you know, certain members of our society would say most women would have no idea what that word even meant. I didn't say that, and I wouldn't say that, of course, because I'm not a misogynist, but some people would say that. I just some want to point people. that out. But now, anyway, so our second scenario that this damn boob might find himself in, and this is entitled The Grandiloquent, the, the grandiloquent Gesture. Okay. Um, sometimes a little showmanship is needed to close the deal. I disagree. 
I added Wait, that. Wait, uh, some showmanship to close the deal. Yeah. What do you mean, like peacocking? Well, well, it goes on. Especially when there's other competition beating around the bush like so many suitors chatting up Penelope while Odysseus was boating around the Ionian Sea. See, like I said, were you you paid by the word, you damn boob, who I'm not going to give a free endorsement to because they knew you'd get famous, Um, (laughs) akin to a superstar free agent being wooed by several teams, a sassy gal, bitch, I added that again, by the way. (laughs) might have many admirers out there. So be prepared to up the stakes with a compelling offer and a signing bonus. This is no time for a middling pitch like, quote, we should catch a flick one night, end quote. Instead, be assertive and do it with flair that ensures an affirmation. Rather than the typical, quote, ask now, make a plan later routine, build into the ask out a preview of the date. Pick an afternoon. I'll meet you outside your office with a thermos of coffee and my creme brulee torch. If we kiss, I'll even share the recipe. If you ever say to a chick, I'll meet you outside your office with my creme brulee brulee torch, I will fuck you up. Personally. No, I don't think you'll actually give a shit, to be honest. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. We're representing men at large here. Are you serious? I'll meet you outside your office with my creme brulee torch? Why do you even own a creme brulee torch? Now, I can understand if you own, like, a torch that is used for creme brulee that you've gotten at Home Depot that you use for soldering. I get it. Or if the conversation is between two men in West Hollywood, then, uh, you know, it's off the table. Right. Or if you really are a chef and you have a ton of those tools. Right. But Great. see, here's the thing. This advice is going out to supposedly straight men. Oh, my goodness. Jesus. Oh my goodness. Okay. So let me get sick first and then let me get infuriated because here's how it breaks down. Ladies and gentlemen out there, um, I have uh, I've met a few people uh, of the opposite sex that I was interested and curious about. Now, I like two things. I like of those two things, one is about the woman, one is about myself. And I've found myself, you know, when I like somebody, it's also how I like myself with that person. I like who I am with that person, whether it's first meeting them or, you know, years into a relationship, that's a factor. If I don't like myself with that person, then I probably shouldn't be with them, that kind of thing. The other is who they are. What I like about their demure their bravado, just their overall character. And this is what I'm getting to. I like directness. I absolutely do. Sometimes I'm super confident, sometimes not so much. And if I see a girl that I absolutely like, I've learned through so many missed opportunities that I'm not going to say I regret, but taking a lesson from with those missed opportunities I'm going to go up and I'm going to be direct. I'm going to be like, you know what? You're quite stunning. I would like to call you or like I would go out with you. Well, you know, actually, I'm, I'm going to stop you right there because that goes into the wrap up point I want to make. Because okay. you are you're jumping a little ahead and it's my fault. I didn't we have no cadence for the show here. I didn't tell him. What no, I, I. Why um, is it that always on these shows? I ask the producers <laughs> to jot down my notes and they like tell me to fist myself because you want to spring some kind of surprise. on Because like I said, the same sons of bitches who are complaining before every show about the shit that I do or don't say are the same ones listening to my stage directions offhand. But why is it that because you tell 
them. They know. And then they tell me that you want to spring it on me. Because they know this is a Sean and Robin show. God oh damn my it. God. We are the talent. And Let we me just, know how to get this done. Okay, so the second part is the the ladies out there that like me or are interested, I like it when you're direct too. I, I don't like the beating around the bush crap. And you can send those direct emails to Robin at titaniumbros at gmail.com. We now, don't have that email address. <laughs> that would go into nothing list. That would be like somewhere lost on the internet. Anyway, no. our, Sean, third scenario, our third scenario is what's called the on the horn ask. For most online daters, the telephone is a useful middle step between email and face-to-face meetings. Despite your perfectly coiffed profile pics, photoshopped, and a stream of electronic pros, P-R-O-S-E for you damn morons, nothing is certain. And you need to resell yourself over the phone. As for blind dates, once you've landed her digits, it's assumed you'll use them to ask for a date. Yet, in lieu of jumping right in with a terse, I'll see you at eight, re-engage the woman in question, and allow the conversation to reach a fever pitch of fun before setting a plan. You see, and the author is losing half the damned audience with all this damn bullshit anyway. And I'm here's struggling just to listen exactly. to the rest of this, my friend. I was laughing so much I almost forgot why I called. Dot, dot, dot. Let's go out Friday. Horseshit. Before dialing, be ready to leave her a voicemail with a tempting plan of action. A date spelled out by a telephone is an easy way to gauge her interest. No callback equals no interest. Immediate callback equals let's go. Why are you stressing so much over a goddamn telephone call, you spineless pussies, you? Really? It's a telephone call. If she picks up, you tell her, I want to take you to X at Y. Can you go? Will you go? If she says no, you say okay, and that's it. If you if you get the voicemail, I don't even I'm not even a fan of leaving voicemails, frankly. But if you leave a voicemail, you say the same thing. I want to take you to X at Y. Let me know if you can make it. It's that simple. I'm a fan of not leaving voicemails either. I, I think maybe the second or third time I call, like no, there really isn't a third. Like I'll call first and the second time I'll leave a bit of a message. And say, call me back. If I don't hear back, then that's that. Right. I mean, I can understand if like there's times that you and I are both slammed. I mean, there's times that I've been on a set for like 16 to 19 hours a day. Yeah. And there's, there are long days. So you're on set. It's long, Uh, you know, to all, a lot of people are not in in LA and you're not connected to the industry. You know what? If you're on set guaranteed 10 hours and 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 that's a short day. That's not even commute time. That is a short day. And I left at 8 a.m. You're not seeing me until 10 p.m. And it's not even connected. Like when you get home, you just want to, I mean, you don't even like have a, a beer or anything. You just want to focus and relax. Uh, if you have any physical training to do like weights or going to the gym, you do that as well. Uh, good meal and you get some, some rest. That's what you do. That's it. You know, for those times that you're working. Because when you work, you work hard and you work a lot. And I, you know what? Here's a weird phenomenon. Every time I have, like the night before I'm on a set or I have a final, like when I was in college or something, there would be some, some drama with some kind of female. And it's like, why are you calling me now? Why, why can't you just like wish me well and that's it? So anyway. You just answered your own question. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to say that um, out there, you need to, um, 
have some consideration saying, you know what? Not everybody's glued to our phones. I know both you and I are glued to our phones. However, when we're on set, we can't even have the phones on because the feedback. I mean, literally, they're off. And that's why I have an assistant because I can't be glued to a phone. But of course, it's not. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. I just want to, you know what? I'm going to gloss over this point because it's, it's very simple. If you have to call, be a man and make a call. That's it. Okay, that's our advice. Standard advice. Yes. Now, the last point, um, the last scenario, I'm sorry, the spontaneous rendezvous request. On the street at the supermarket in the coin-op laundromat, this is what happens. Uh, You meet someone at a venue that isn't usually built for romance. Unlike a traditional date request where several days' notice is offered, this kind of flirtation requires a way station before hopping on the four-hour commitment train that is dinner and a movie. You want to go get a cup of coffee is the pinnacle. If it's post-midnight, try. Would you like to join me for a late-night omelet slash Danish at the diner? And you can tell this is written by a fucking New Yorker, by the way. Um, sorry, little tangent. At the dog park, my hound, my hound is too shy to ask your pup for a date, so I'll speak up instead. Care to grab a biscuit and a oh latte? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's all in there. Now, put that chemistry to the test right now. Then, while flirting over mochas, ask her out and make plans to meet again, but this time on purpose. This is the kind of advice my troops are getting in the field. Are are, are you serious? Really? Yahoo? What are you doing? Match.com? Seriously? My head is about to explode. I, I just, I don't even know where to go with that because it's just horse shit. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. For the guy that it has no social skills, okay, let's let's downshift a second. For the guy that has no social skills, maybe those are some ways to not come off as intimidating or something like that. Um, I'm going to say, you know, that age-old saying, you know, love like you've never been loved before, like you've never been hurt. What is it? Something like that? Dance like you're not being watched? You know what I'm saying. And I have been hurt. I have been gutted like a motherfucking fish. Of course, you're a man. We've all had Absolutely. our hearts carved out with a penknife before. And you know what? I don't even know if uh, if certain people are listening that are the ones that are holding that very dull butter knife of a blade I that gutted me. I guarantee they are. I don't know. I guarantee it. Because so they can't stay away. <laughs> whatever. Um, all I have to say is this. When you heal... And you lick your wounds and you try and bury the stuff as much as you can so you can move forward without taking some of that drama into future relationships. Love like you've never been hurt. And that means every time you go out there and you meet somebody new, just like Sean and I have auditions, every time we go out there, we have to go out there like we've never been rejected or turned down. And that's part of the thing. It's not a matter of talent. It's like, well, you don't look kind of the way I want or you don't compliment the other actor. Whatever it might be, you know, you can't necessarily take that part personal with the dating things. I may not be the best for you and you may not best be the best for me, but every time you put yourself out there, you have to put yourself without the walls being out there. And yes, you're going to get hurt and you lick your wounds and you keep moving forward. If you want to find that someone special and if you really want them to be like, wow, that's great. And you can't come with all this like, you know, trepidation and say, well, you know what, this person did this. So this, you know, learn certain lessons as in don't be a fool, but you also got to love like a fool as well. Well, you know, for me, it's, it's about when you get yourself out there, um, 
like, how can I put this? I, I always marvel at this when I talk to, to single friends or acquaintances because I always tell them I meet so many chicks on accident that if I was single, I would just be, I wouldn't know what to do because when I meet people, I don't care. I'm not going out to meet you. I'm not looking at you going, oh, geez, gosh, I really wish I could meet you and get your name. I don't care. If I happen to say something smart or witty or whatever at that time, that's great. And if I don't, then I don't. I don't care. I'm not on. It's just not a show. And once guys realize that that level of confidence, the level of confidence that says, you know what? If I go to the bar and the most interesting thing that happens is I have a great conversation with the bartender, I'm cool. If, if you guys could get to that point, you would have more chicks you know what to do with. But you don't. You sit out there and you go, gee, she's pretty. I wish you would talk to me. And you look like an, uh, just some, some non-confident jackass. That's true. I was actually in the grocery store the other day and I saw this woman. And she was a stunning woman. And I, I didn't have an interest in wanting to date her or find out more. But I walked up to her and... <laughs> I had been working all day on my car. I mean, I had boots and jeans, t-shirt, old jacket. And I walked right, and I hadn't even shaved. I walked right up to her and I said, excuse me. And I said, uh, I, I have to tell you, you're a very stunning gal. You're a very stunning woman. And um, she smiled and she blushed and she's like, thank you. And I turned and walked away. I wasn't interested in finding out her number or anything like that, but I wanted her to know that she really is a stunning gal. So guys out there, and I tell myself this every single day, you have to have confidence. You know, you have to have confidence in who you are and accept your, whatever your faults might be, as well as, you know, the good things you have going on. And you know what? If you're going to be one of those douchebags that are like, my dog wanted to ask your dog out, Jesus, Mary and Joseph, no, are you that's, kidding me? That, that, that's, that's ridiculous. But, but you know, Robin, you said it right. It's, it's confidence. You know, it's the confidence that you get to walk up to some chick in the grocery store. It's the same confidence that I have that I don't care what you big mouth bitches who write in here and give me all that hate mail and say, I don't care because I don't being care. A, yeah, <laughs> being, a, being a hater is confidence as well. That's great. Hate, hate, hate. If you hate me, please. It's titaniumbros at gmail.com. Ask your husband or your boyfriend how to spell <laughs> titanium bros. It's B-R-O-S. I'll let him tell you how to spell titanium. <laughs> but wow. yeah, send wow. it on in because I don't care. That's it. I don't care. I don't need you to build up my confidence. And that's what you guys out there have to learn. You don't need a broad to build up your confidence. And same for the broads. You don't need a guy to build up your confidence. If exactly. you're a chick, have your own confidence. That's sexy. Ladies out there, you know, there's something absolutely stunningly beautiful about you. There's something magnificent about you in every single woman out there. And everyone is different. So appreciate yourself appreciate those things and if you don't find a guy that is appreciating those things then he's a douchebag and there's someone out some women out there that are kind of not so nice too but hey he would call you a bitch but he can't do that because of you know it's not politically correct we have another show about that by the way <laughs> it's not a politically correct thing i just right. it's differently no 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 you don't want to call a woman a bitch who's acting like a bitch because calling a woman a bitch who's acting like a bitch is a wrong thing to do right 
I'll just say that they're not being so nice. Right, because you can't call a bitch a bitch because calling a bitch a bitch in this society is really a bitchy thing to do. So we can't do that. So you have to say she's not being nice. <laughs> I'm just I'm just <laughs> clarifying that, right? That, Clarify that's what you're saying? Away. Oh, okay. Because I would never do that. I don't want to overuse the word bitch because bitch is not a word you want to use all the time because, you know, bitches who hear you the, who hear you the word bitch, they don't want to hear the word bitch because bitch is a bad word, you know? Not a bad word and you're not a bastard. Bitch can be bad, you know? A little alliteration for you guys there. Anyway, questions, comments, send them on in to titaniumbros at gmail.com. Except you bitches. 